African resources belong to Africa and Africans only. Only Africans born and bred on the continent have the right to count African resources as part of their wealth. But then we live in a world of audacity. We live in a world where Western countries, because by some work logic, colonized Africa and stole our resources for years on end, many years post-independence, they still think that black people, their slaves, and African resources is part of their world. And the South African president has entered the chat and he's saying, listen and listen again. I told you this during the French financial summit. I told you this during BRICS. And I'm telling you again, at the United Nations General Assembly, African resources solely, exclusively, predominantly, 100% belong to Africans. Decades after the end of the colonial exploitation of Africa's resources, the people of our continent are once again bearing the cost of industrialization of the North and the development of the wealthy nations of the world. This is a price that the people of Africa are no longer prepared to pay. Many countries in the North count their assets in the mineral resources that are beneath the African soil. The wealth of Africa belongs to Africans. The mineral wealth that is beneath the soil of Africa must, in the end, accrue to Africans. Hello there, how are you doing? Welcome to another episode of our conversations. My name is Indira Ganga. I'm a business journalist by profession and a digital content creator. I love coming on here, having conversations with you guys about black people, Africa, our empowerment, and how we can rise up and take our rightful place at the global stage. You can connect with me on social media, actually, at Ondiro Oganga. Um, I love hearing messages from you guys from watching the videos. Today, I want us to talk about um, the South African president and his speech at the United Nations General Assembly. But you know why I'm excited to do this video? Because I'll be in South Africa in a month's time. And let me know, let me know if you would like for me to showcase different parts of South Africa. I don't know what you've heard about South Africa on the media, but um, it's such a beautiful place. Let me know if you'd like to see the people of South Africa, the foods of South Africa, the places in South Africa, what to do, where to go. Because I think outside of politics, um, there's so much more to Africa, but we've always been reduced to global Western headlines, you know, and those have been proven to not be the most objective, they're very subjective, they serve an agenda, you know, how the West covers Africa is disease, poverty, hunger, yeah, that's why people ask us if we've seen lions and we're like, nah, the continent is far more developed than that, so let me know if that's something you'd like to see, enough of the interlude, let's get into the real business, so again, I've said this in a previous video and I'm going to say it again, African leaders are not playing this time around, they are just, you know, there was a time that African leaders and Africans in general were so scared of speaking. Like nobody wanted to speak because we feared the wrath of the West. We feared the repercussions that would befall you when you speak. Because when you spoke, nobody was going to come and support you. It was just you and you became alienated. But Africans are realizing that they've been alienated all this while. That they've been under the wrath of the West all this time. So what's the worst that could happen? Unfair business deals? Uh, sanctions 
What's the worst that could happen? Travel advisory? What's the worst that could happen? Say your truth. Stand your ground. And that's what these African leaders are doing. Africa is rich in resources. I think we've discussed this before in a video. And one of the resources that is um, very rich in Africa is gold. And data shows that the continent holds 40% of the world's gold and up to 90% of its um, chromium and platinum and other valuable metals. Any precious metal that you, you can think of, it's in Africa. You don't believe me? If you want gold, you go to Ghana, you go to South Africa, you go to Mali, you go to Tanzania, you go to DRC, you go to Nigeria. And these are just the places that we've discovered. There are places that have not been discovered and have not been There's gold in Kenya, by the way. <laughs> just so you know, there's gold in Kenya. When you look at diamonds, we have diamond in Angola, we have diamond in South Africa, we have diamond in Botswana, we have diamond in Zimbabwe, DRC, Tanzania, Sierra Leone, Lesotho. Yeah, the precious a diamonds are a girl's best friend and three carats will go for anywhere between thirty to $60,000. Where's that money? Why isn't that money in Botswana, in Lesotho? Why isn't that money in Angola? Why isn't that money in South, Af in South Africa? Why isn't that money in Tanzania? Why? Do you know how much a bar of gold goes for a kilo? About forty-five dollars to $60,000. Why is that money in Dubai, in the UK, in the US? Why isn't that money in Ghana? If you think about oil, you have oil in Libya, you have oil in Algeria, you have in Nigeria, you have oil in Angola, you have oil in South Sudan, you have oil in Egypt. Where's the money? Where is the money? Who owns these resources? Because how do you own these resources and the money is in the West? Because multinationals will come in, negotiate for very unfair terms. I remember, let's put this into context. President Barack Obama, when he came to Kenya, he tried to broker a deal with President Uhuru Kenyatta to drill Kenya's oils. Now, the terms, President Uhuru Kenyatta said, no, thank you. They were going to drill it for about 80 years, 80 Eight zero before they hand over the oil wells to Kenyans. Excuse me, by the time you've drilled it for 80 years, what is left? What is left? And the thing is, there are no laws that require these people to keep the money in the country. The moment they make the money, they ship it out. They ship profits out. So it's almost like your resources are not helping you. And they're in cahoots with middlemen and they buy the product at almost nothing and then go and sell it for a lot of money. Cote d'Ivoire, Ghana, produce about 65% of the world cocoa beans. Chocolate money is in Switzerland, is in greater parts of Europe. People who do not know the pain that it takes to grow cocoa are the ones benefiting from cho the chocolate industry. Why? Because these people tried to add value and they refused to buy. So we go back to the drawing board. And do you know where this sense of entitlement comes from? When you think you have a right and a say in those resources. It's almost as if somebody is telling you what to do with your life, with your money. It doesn't make sense. But this just flies because it's Africa. Nobody cares about us. Nobody will speak for us. Nobody will advocate for us. Well, hello. 
Africans are beginning to speak for themselves and advocate for themselves. Here's the South African President, Cyril Ramaphosa. Essential human qualities of innovation and adaptation must be evident in the actions we take to prevent the destruction of our planet. Africa is warming faster than the rest of the world. We are told that the 20 climate hotspots in the world that we have, we find 17 of them in Africa. Africa is least responsible for the climate damage that has been caused, and yet it bears the greatest burden. Centuries after the end of the slave trade, decades after the end of the colonial exploitation of Africa's resources, the people of our continent are once again bearing the cost of industrialization of the North and the development of the wealthy nations of the world. This is a price that the people of Africa are no longer prepared to pay. Many countries in the North count their assets in the mineral resources that are beneath the African soil. The wealth of Africa belongs to Africans. The mineral wealth that is beneath the soil of Africa must, in the end, accrue to Africans. We urge global leaders to accelerate the global decarbonization while pursuing equality and shared prosperity. We need to advance all three pillars of the Paris Agreement, mitigation, adaptation, and support, with equal ambition and urgency. African countries, alongside other developing economy countries, need increased financial support to both implement the 2030 Agenda and to achieve their climate change goals in a comprehensive and integrated manner. We need to operationalize the loss and damage fund for vulnerable countries hit hard by climate disasters as agreed at COP27. I don't think there's anything more to add to this conversation because the data has, that I've given you says it all and the South African president solidifies it. And I like when sometimes these conversations are spearheaded by heads of states because they see things they know things, they're, they're, they're privileged to have information that the general public might not necessarily have. And so when you hear a president coming out and saying, your entitlement over our resources have to end, it's because he's seen flames. It's because chances are high he's seen some of the contracts that the multinationals have with their countries. And even him, he's shocked. Even him, he's surprised. He's like, this is a new level of thuggery that you people have unlocked that I never thought existed. Because if Africans have the resources, the money should be here. But the money is not here. And why? Western entitlement, as the South African president has told you. Thank you very much for watching. Let me know what you think in the comment section. I genuinely want to hear what you think because, yeah, I just want to hear what you think. Um, 
some of these things, you know, maybe, I don't know how you see them from an outside in perspective, but those of us who are here, we're just like, why are we poor? Like, why is this continent poor? Why are we finishing school and there are no jobs? Why is healthcare dilapidated? Why are roads bad? You have resources. Use them. But instead, they're being used by the West. Again, thank you very much for watching. I'll see you again next time. My name is Adora Ganga. Come over to my social media. It's fun over there. I promise you. It's only here where we come to raise pertinent issues and have that conversation. But on my social media, I post travel content, which is fun. And I just show people how life is on the African continent. Uh, the handle is at Ondero Ganga on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. I'll see you again next time.